Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. So I'll tell you what not to do in life. What? Which is hop off your lunch break where you're um, looking up a few bits about toxic masculinity for uh, you to share your screen and that's the first thing that pops up. Oh no. Let me just share my screen. Oh no, wait. <laughs> Forget you saw that. Ah, sorry. <laughs> At least it wasn't, you know, porn. But often on my lunch break, but often. <laughs> <laughs> very welcome along to the unpopular opinion podcast my name is jen i'm carla and this week we are joined by the fabulous podge henry some of you listeners are over here because you heard us on podge's podcast the podge podcast plug yourself there podge. The podge. give us an introduction hi everyone hi hi just to you or to everyone listening just speak your mind um, hello everyone my name is Podge and I have a podcast called The Podcast where I was delightfully joined by Carla and Jen a few weeks back uh, and as of recently I'm also now a sound technician so I'm delighted yeah. to be <laughs> to just really be upping upskilling during this pandemic upskilling you're yeah, that's really yeah, what I'm doing sure. yeah. very true oh we've had an absolute nightmare Carla has been Having a time of it with the equipment. I have. Um, Podge, if you send an invoice tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's funny though? Like, it, it's so fitting. Do you know, like, this time last year, you'd be like, oh, he's having trouble with their mic. Or be like, really, it'd be a novelty. And now it's like, I'm, I'm going to throw this laptop and myself out the window yeah. if I don't get this working. <laughs> Gemma's like, that's it. We're buying you a laptop. I was like, this laptop, the only thing I will use it for is podcasting. There is not one other thing. I have a work laptop. Otherwise, I don't use a laptop. Who uses a laptop? I use. I use yeah. a laptop. It's a what? What else can you do? Porn again, is it? <laughs> yeah. Before and after lunch. Before and after dinner. Before and after. Three. three. Fifteen minute break. Smoke break. <laughs> Second oh, smoke Paul break. Fucking your man. What did Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like walk in sideways, like after I walk left to right when yeah. I'm going when I'm going places. Uh, no, that actually is not what oh. it's like. Uh, but I use it for like uh, just anyone wondering. Just I, to clarify, um, I use it for like editing videos and and watching Netflix and and stuff. No, actually, I have a fucking bone to pick with you. Oh, oh, oh I can't hear you, Carla. You're you're gone again. The mic's gone again. <laughs> You're on mute. Oh no, you're not there. Oh god bless. Um, so the last time you recorded with me and Jen, and that was great. And then at the end, you just decided to drop the chestnut. By the way, this is also going up on my oh. YouTube channel. And me oh, and Jen were yeah. like, oh, "Yeah, no, that's fine." And then you fucked off, and I called Jen, and I was like, "Did he let you know that before?" I because he fucking didn't let me know. I'm not great at, at, at like because it's only as of recently I've been doing that. Um, and the only reason Thanks. I do it is sorry, the only reason I do it is because like one or two people are like oh I prefer to watch podcasts I was like I'll put it up but I don't really do much promotion around it or do any clips so I sort of forget 
that I do it, if that makes sense. Um, and then the end, and that, that has happened before. I should really have a checklist, because I forgot to tell you about the cold open as well. Uh, and I asked you to come up with a joke, and then Jen came up with two jokes. <laughs> Jen's jokes were just terrible. One was good, the other one, the other one's in the backlog. The other one I've kept. Uh, safe <laughs> the other one maybe. Uh, the other if, you, if you ever want to blackmail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, you're right. I, I apologised. God. That was such such a dumb mistake. By You're me. not forgiving. Oh, I, I know that. <laughs> I can tell. We were greasy fucks. Both us in there. I'm pretty sure I looked like a sewer rat. Like I'm not joking. I was like a proper bloke. Like, I, I would I would have thought that at all. I, I find it funny because like I, I don't know. I, I thought it was great. You can tell I'm nervous by the like high pitch great. The great. It was. It was good. Yeah. I thought you girls were amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Who did your makeup? It was amazing on the podcast. It was really good. Um, I wasn't wearing any makeup. Thanks, Podge, for reminding me of that one. Thank you, though. Thank you. Um, So I'll be sending my cease and desist in the post sometime soon. That's okay. Keep an eye out. Just send my B45. Yeah, so now it's not traditionally just send me back to B45. No, but in fairness, the two of us afterwards, we were like, do we really give a fuck what we look like? I mean, we're on Instagram Um, 95% of the time with no makeup on, so it's fine. No, but I think one of the reasons why me and Jen don't do this visually is because... Oh, how scatty that we get shit out of me. It's like, just a little bit of, just a little bit of notice would have been fine. It would have just been on semi-better behaviour. Then I was like, probably roaming around the room at one point, like, take the mic for a walk. It's, it's also like, you know the look when you're having like an actual conversation with someone and, or like, if you think, I don't know about ye, but I, when I smile, it's, it's like, you can see more gum than teeth and I have big teeth as it is. So like, there's a lot of like, facelifting going on there. And I just, I hate looking back at it because when you're having an actual conversation with someone, you know, you're listening, you're actually paying attention, but when you're paying attention, you're not actually focusing on how weird your facial expression are. So you're kind of mm. like... Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then you know it was things that you're doing then as well. It's just like, oh my God, I have to have it. Is that what people say? Fuck mm. it. I have to, did I, was I picking me teeth? <laughs> Seriously? And, and you <laughs> were, Jen. That was the weirdest thing. You were. I know you actually weren't. You weren't. <laughs> For the whole thing, I flossed at one stage. No, I don't. No, no. <laughs> oh, guys. The fun we have, huh? Yeah, well, you're right. Yeah. That is something I need to... I need to have a little checklist. Uh, thank you. Anything else we need to air off before I cry? No, just... <laughs> no, just plug yourself. So you have the podcast. You are on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. You're on TikTok. Yeah, I'm on TikTok. Do you know what? Any time I've been recognised in the last, like, I'd say year, which is, it hasn't been that much. I don't mean it in the sense that I walk outside and there's paps there. Um, but any every time it has happened, it's always been from TikTok. But I've stopped making TikTok videos. So I don't know why people are still, like, seeing like, the way TikTok is weird like it's just the algorithm your video for months could come up yeah. uh, so I, I should probably t- plug that more I am on TikTok um, and rapidly losing followers so if you want to <laughs> if you want to keep a check with that that's Podge Henry as well uh, but yeah po- Insta- Instagram is probably where I direct people to most that's where I, I actually actively use and, you know yeah I'm kind of gone the opposite now. I'm not really using it. I'm avidly losing Instagram followers because I just haven't fucking been on it. I, th- for I think everyone is. I think I've, I've seen something. I think that a lot of people are because there's so many bots as well. 
so there's a lot of bots mm. that are being or fake accounts oh, they're getting being yeah. called mm. like I had a glitch the other day and I didn't even realise it was a glitch I sent it to my mate and she was the one who she saw it on somebody else's profile because I'd gained like 1500 followers and I was like what? And I'd gone over, like, I'm nearly at the 30k mark, so I'd gone over the 30k mark, and I was like, nah, I wouldn't notice that, like, and haven't gotten a shout out or anything along those lines. Yeah. So I screenshotted it, I sent it to her, and she was like, oh yeah, it's a glitch, it'll be back tomorrow, and then the next day I was like, oh, there I am. <laughs> oh, <laughs> back in the 20s. <laughs> well, <laughs> must be nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think they are going going down, which I suppose is good as well. I mean, like, it's, it's weird sometimes to know that there's really random, like, not even actual people. I know there's other people who probably follow like any of us and like don't even see our stuff anymore but you know they're people they might have followed from a video they might have followed come across from another yeah. Yeah, yeah. think that someone's just created a random bot and then to go I don't know I find, I find it weird why though it's only for our gain like how do they gain from that it's like I'm not buying followers so like what are they gaining have you ever got an email, a message from someone I've gotten so many messages from well not so much anymore but it comes in like periods because at the moment I'm getting added into loads of different group chats um, from like a fake I oh yeah that fuck, like, I, you can block that ah it's the only interaction I get with anyone <laughs> <really. laughs> it's a message isn't it <laughs> ah, something to do yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm also deaf but that's nothing they're not they're not the same different different pain uh, no, uh, sorry just getting back to my followers <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like I, but at one stage there was lots of people writing to me being like hi you, your page great and obviously the English is completely broken you oh, yeah. uh, loads yeah. of followers come join me and then one, one day I just you see them all, all the time but there's a guy who did, did a TED talk who um, he followed through with a scam email and it's like it's really really funny mm. if you look it up it comes up straight away, but I decided to follow through without actually giving any details, and then he was like I'll give you ten thousand and I said I can't my mother won't let me and then his response was like you know you need to do this for yourself you can't let your mother hold your back and I was like you're so right give me two days and you come back and I was just it was you know it was it was sad now that I think about it it's actually yeah. it's, actually I think uh, Joe Lysett did a comedy sketch on that before as well because he's he loves doing it and they're mm. fucking hilarious so it's it's really funny seeing I like I have done it in the past but I just ha- I'm not consistent enough because like they they text you back at like three in the morning <laughs> oh. and then it's like oh, I'm busy you know what I mean I've got my kid to crash I have to go to work you know what I mean like all this do you stuff. text them like uh, hey look it's just not working out between me and you I just you're texting me too late at night unfortunately we're at different stages of our life but best of luck in the yeah, future like, yeah you're, like breaking up with a scam artist uh, through Instagram exactly yeah Carly you've done it before somebody wanted to give you a blessing yeah they did um, they wanted money shockingly enough but I went along with it but I was actually about to say that I went along with it for a good while and I was putting it up on my close friend's story yeah because you just you fucking wouldn't know who you'd be offending mm. like you yeah. just you know so I was like you know I've had mad shit before I was like I'm actually not getting into this um, so I put the whole thing up but it was one of those things where I was like doing it at night and then the next morning I woke up and I was like oh I would follow through oh, yeah, with this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not funny Do to me I, anymore. Oh, yeah. this, this was funny yeah. last night and now I'm not arse. This is gas crack when I sit in bed now to actually get up and have a shower. Yeah. Like, I'm not really arse following this through. <laughs> and so many people were like, please follow through. And I was like, no, I'm not arse now. I'm done. I'm no. done. I've topped out of this. But you know what else, what else I've started doing? I've started blocking burner accounts. Oh, have yeah, you? Yeah, any finstas. I just started blocking them. I was like, there's no, there's no normal reason why you're here. Do you know, like, there's no sound I reason why you're probably here. I don't so. really give a fuck about them. Like, let them. I don't do that. What, what do you do mean, burner accounts? What would like? In- like, you know, like one, and it's like following fifty. 
zero posts, no fucking profile photo, and it's like Mickey Madness is the name. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. I just so I've just noticed there's a few nowadays, and I'm just like, oh, I'm just blocking that. Like there's nothing, nothing good come come of that account. Do you know? Because any time I've gotten abuse, it's never been ever, ever, ever. Probably maybe once actually. Now that I think of it, been from somebody off their actual account. I have a Finsta. It's always off these fucking burner accounts. Because I have a Finsta, but I, I, I like a, yeah. a Finsta. A Finsta is like a separate Instagram that I have for like photos that I wouldn't put on my Instagram account. And I'm only following like 20 and it's only been... No, that's not a Finsta. That's like your personal. So a Finsta is a fake Insta. You make it on purpose. I used to have a Katy Perry fan page, you oh. know? <laughs> that kind of stuff. Oh, well, I... Because I, I, we always say your Finsta is actually fake Insta. Yeah, I don't know why we call it a Finsta. But it's not... It's not well, it's actually a really real, no, it's your real Insta. Real, it's, it's your Insta. <laughs> well, there's photos on it like that I wouldn't want any. Like you know, it's not like personal photos. It's just more. This is really funny when someone had like they're like, you know, whatever it is. Uh, I, I, I can't even think of an analogy. Finger up my bum. No examples. Not one example could come to your brain. Yeah. So finger up no your bum or something like but that. You don't want people <laughs> calling you out. Well, like, and I said that because it's a photo of one of the lads, and that's what it looks like. He's not actually doing it. I don't think. I don't know. He could yeah. be. I'm not entirely sure. That's why I didn't. haven't inspected it. I haven't. <laughs> um, right. Shall we get into this week's topic? <laughs> Fifteen minutes talking shite. Shall we get into the topic of the night? <laughs> and in fact, now I'm going to give us credit here. We never do that. I listen to a few podcasts where they talk about themselves for a yes. good twenty yeah. minutes. Every episode before they get onto the topic. Every single episode. every episode. Like, and we are fairly alright at getting straight into it, so I'm going to give us a pass here. Okay. Okay. okay Jen. That's my unpopular opinion this week. I, it's not my unpopular opinion this week. I have one for the end. No, that's not it. With the jingle. But it's it's one of them, right? Uh, but this week, let me just, sorry, let me just do my hosting job. Here. Uh, this week we are we have Podge on because we want to talk about toxic masculinity and we wanted Podge on because he's a lovely fellow. Because I am so masculine, masculine and yeah. burr. Yeah. He, he, but I love how no one even, you didn't, even, you didn't entertain that joke then. You just flew <laughs> straight <laughs> over that. Let's, what? Sorry, you went quiet. I can't hear you. <laughs> Is that your mic? <laughs> You're on mute. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. <laughs> No, Pod, you are. You're a very. I feel like you're a very fair, on honest person, and you. You're a great listener, and even from listening to your podcast, you're really interested in other people. So I just feel like you would have a very fair point of view, and I would imagine, even though you were saying like in the podcast that we did with you, do you remember you were talking about your Carlingford's trip, <laughs> and that all of those that people in in your most embarrassed moment they all seemed really nice I would imagine you have come across in your lifetime a group of lads that you've probably noticed behaviours in them where you were like That's oh de- definitely like like um, there's this thing we do, we do for work and it's like the cliff it's called very corporate of me like Clifton top strengths it's like these 32 strengths and you do this questionnaire kind of thing um, and at the end it, it lists your strengths from top to bottom uh, and, and like the first one for me was was empathy, which which I would I, I'd always kind of have quite be empathetic or like a high EQ. Um, fortunately, I'm an idiot, so my IQ isn't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, yeah, no, I definitely definitely have. I mean, like that story um, about the the <laughs> the, the, sto- the rocks for balls. Um, the people <laughs> who I were with, who was with me in the very like we were paired up in groups of like five or, or six. They were they were rather. I guess quiet people in the year, and they 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 were very 
uh, they kept to themselves. So that's why the outcome was yeah. they were very nice. We're at 100%. Like, I mean, I'm from rural Ireland, a school that's rooted in its footballing um, endeavours. Mm. So, yeah, I, d- I definitely have. And, and, and like, sadly enough as well, when I was younger, at the age of 16, I'd say, and, and in secondary school, I definitely was at times probably... I guess in, indulge in that kind of toxic masculinity without even realizing it, and certainly I think that's one of the beauties of of, of social media in ways. Is like there's words I might use, maybe it could be derogatory, um, or or rude, um, without understanding the impact that they had, and that's the great thing I like about social media now because we didn't have that when I was. I'm talking like second year or first year in secondary school. Now that they, while there's so many disadvantages to just young people having social media, you can really see the impact, um, and and I guess understand the meaning of what you say a lot more but yeah but definitely growing up like the toxic mm. masculinity was was very prominent uh when, when i was younger and, and there's it's shit it, it's it's pointless yeah i think it's interesting that you said there that you're like oh when i was younger i subscribed to some of those beliefs haven't we all mm. how many times have you been like man up like that's something that i think comes into like that's a phrase that most people have in their vocabulary um, and it's something that I use myself over the past year I'm like don't say that what are you going to say <laughs> what other phrase can you use because you know the way you're like oh come, man up like come on one of those kind of things and it's just so obvious and it's so simple but it's something that everybody kind of says and you're like okay no that's wrong <laughs> stop that and even like 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 you know when, again back to the whole like Irish rural thing but the idea of, of using the word gay as, as a negative thing Oh yeah, and not understanding the the impact that that might have on someone. And look, I'm I'm not someone who's part of the LGBT community, so if from someone who looking the outside now could be like, wow, that must have been tough. I can't imagine how much it would be for someone who was in my class, we'd say, and someone might have thrown, oh, that's you know, gay in 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 a negative way, and how you know, that would have on them. So I don't know looking back on it, and I guess it annoys me because you can't look, you know, you can only change who you are now, and obviously you understand. Um, what's right and wrong but it's it's annoying looking back and saying that that kind of culture led to like stupid things like that or as you said there they're like man up mm. or, or, or what are you mm. crying for I remember when I said I love you to my mum on the phone and someone was like ah oh, oh I love you oh I love you oh I love your mum and then look I didn't say it for and I, I, I specifically remember like purposely not saying like oh I love you and it wasn't like I love you like you know like if someone said that I'd be like that sounded a bit weird <laughs> Um that sounded like a category on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, you know, Mom loving. You know, you're like, all right, see you later, love you. And you hang up. Um, yeah. And I specifically remember yeah. when I was, I think it was like third or something, and I just, I didn't say it for ages. And and the weird thing is, stiff, stuff like that, and I, I don't know if it's for everyone, I overthink things, so it could just be me. But that sort of filters through at home as well. So then even when it was just me and my mum and I was going to bed, I'd be like, all right, night. But I wouldn't say, love you. And it's not something that's too yeah. big, but it's these things that, like, not only f- they, they filter through into different communities or, or different social situations, and, and I just have, like, a really bad impact. It's, it's, it's funny that you said that, because I was actually strolling along on Twitter today, like, on my lunch break, <laughs> shockingly enough, in between the porn, <laughs> and this tweet came up, and it's exactly what you just said. Um, it's by a guy called Jack Cooper, and it says, "Got mocked by some lads at work today for telling my mum I loved her at the end of our phone call." Proper small dick trying to be a man mentality. That tell your close ones that you love them at every opportunity you get because one day you won't be able to. Yeah, but the amount of blokes in the comments who are like, 
happens to me all the time. All my mates always slag me like, oh, mammy, love you, kiss, kiss. Oh, mammy, love you so much. And like all this. I'm like, what a fucking, what a weird thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I. Like it's it's not like surprising at all that uh, that it happens to so many people. You know, it's it, it's not at all. And like, like I would, I I think it depends on the relationship. Because I I know that there there's a lot of not so much in terms of toxic masculinity, but like you know you might tease someone or you might take the piss out of someone, and that's very much often like someone's I don't know. I want to say community value. It's it's satire comedy in ways that's how some people would word it and look I understand that if it's one person to another person who are like best friends and you can understand that what they're saying is not for example I went downstairs earlier on today and got some food my best friend Ryan who I live with was like jeez do you ever stop eating or something but it's because we're such best friends that I know that was a complete joke um, and there was nothing meant about that but it's, it's when you say it in like groups mm. or you say it to someone with, with like I don't know meaning behind it and the intentions, that's just where where where, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's 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 often it's hard to stop as well because because you feel so not threatened, but yeah, threatened by saying it because because you're you're if you're if you're calling it out, you're, you just get attacked. Twitter is the perfect example, do you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's funny because the amount of people in the comments that were like, and it was mostly women that were replying, being like what she feels when you say that far outweighs any slaggings that the lads could ever kind of give you. Because mm. I suppose it is kind of one of those things. But I think it's funny because in Ireland, I feel like Irish mammies and their fucking precious sons. Do you know what I mean? So there's a bit of that as well. So I just didn't think that, like, I think over here, I thought it would just be a lot more stream. I didn't think it would be that bad. I actually... I. I just couldn't imagine other lads because like you know what fucking your ma's like you're just like I can't get away from you yeah love you love you yeah fuck off now off the phone god bless (laughs) yeah you know you can't get away from them but I I find that interesting that that like as much as I decided that it wasn't prevalent over here I don't know why I decided that it wasn't I think it was just because of that Irish mammy attachment to their sons kind of thing but um and it's not yeah it's 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 little things, isn't it? But and it's not like you have to say it. It's not you know you have to say it, but it's you should be feel comfortable enough to say it without mm-hmm. some repercussion from a group of people being like, "Ah, oh, that shows weakness because you love someone who raised you and gave birth to you and put a roof under your head." Oh, what's wrong with you? Like, oh yeah, sorry, what a bitch. <laughs> See ya. You know, like yeah. you should feel comfortable yeah. enough. By conscience. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? That was my ma. Yeah, fucking idiot. Anyway, go on. You should, you should like, feel, imagine on a date. You should feel comfortable <laughs> enough but, to express your emotions, and that's one of the biggest things with toxic masculinity. Is is not, you know, it's as you said, Carla, that you have to be a man, or or men are are solely just for breadwinners and stuff like that, and and the hunter gatherer and all this crap. When when now you know you should be allowed to express your emotions. It's it's a part of being human it's, it's a part of being an individual it's a part of, of having your own consciousness and, and your own kind of morals you should be allowed to cry when needs be mm. yeah I do believe it's as well because we're our generation seems to be like we've just moved on from the generation that was like I, I, I'm trying to explain this in Stiff a way that lip. makes sense without yeah well you know like my if you think about your grandparents, they were and like your granddads or whatever, they were probably the blokes going around with belts, mm. like whipping. You know what I mean? Like whipping the kids out of it if they did something wrong. Like, and then there's probably a generation in between that that still kind of had that mentality, and now we're kind of 
we're moving away from that. So it's still a fairly new thing to us. It's quite a foreign thing to see men expressing themselves and like I suppose they're like the fear of being called quote unquote soft I suppose and then even if you do go to call it out you're then like put into that category you're being like you're like oh you're soft do you know what I mean but it it just it shouldn't be like that I mean like, there's so many things I, I, I don't have enough fingers splitting count about the amount of things that should not be topics anymore this is definitely one of them like it shouldn't be this way anymore but I do feel like our generation has its good things like we grew up without like fucking social media now we were really lucky in that sense but we're also in this kind of middle ground where old traditions are now harshly looked upon and we're trying to move away from them but it's just kind of hard to navigate yeah and i think what you're saying there is interesting because i think people are like i hate being like I hate using woke as like a sarcastic thing because what's wrong with being woke? Do you know what I mean? You're a bit more awake to things. Like I don't, I don't really understand why that's gonna. It seems it's thrown around a lot of the times. Yeah, um, it's too much. It's like, like yeah. it's in that kind of way. But I think it is really interesting because there was something else that I was reading up on, and it was about the divine feminine. And I thought it was really interesting because you know there's lots of different parts to it. There's books on it. You know you can buy bloody seminars, pay a lot of money for them, but what they were saying is that a lot of energy that we consume is masculine energy and there's nothing wrong with that just like men should be actually consuming feminine energy as well and that's why Mm. like if you think about music and if you think about these kind of themes where it's like it's always about making money hustling working really hard like that's all quite masculine energy and we kind of absorb Mm. it and but without you kind of even realizing that's what you're constantly around so it's really important as well to tap into feminine energy as much as because if you think about like even the way that rap music is right now like you've got Meg the Stallion you've got Cardi B you've got kind of stuff like that they're rapping about like female pleasure they're rapping about sex they're rapping about money they're rapping about like kind of doing their own thing which is all really good but you also have to kind of go to the flip side and like you know watch a movie that might make you feel really deeply emotionally or cry or something along those lines I feel like women know to do that but even so we have to be reminded because when I was um reading up on that the other day I was like Jesus because it's kind of like we did breakups last week Podge it was a very funny episode but uh me and Jen were kind of we were going back and forth me and Jen have two totally different kind of ways that we cope with things And I'm always quite blokey in the way that I see things and the way that I act. And then I'm like, why am I this way? And it's funny because it's kind of all those kind of different energies. And I feel like women, as I said, know to tap into those different things and know when they're kind of, they almost stop themselves and check themselves. Whereas with guys, it's like, forget that. You don't cry. Fuck that. You don't do this. You don't do that. I, which, but it's funny because I, I, kind of, I, I kind of am like that. Like I'm, I'm very able like I, I love a good cry and often and I like often I would cry as in I'd f- forcefully make myself cry um, this is probably nothing to do with the topic this is just kind of me being weird but like often I'd like come up with fake scenarios in my head that would make me really really upset and then I just cry um, before, that's anxiety but like it's like I want to cry I want to get it out or like it's yeah. like I'm acting yeah. but you should be a method actor. I'm acting. Yeah. I was going to say, fucking hell, where'd like, you go? Some, some of the scenarios involves like my parents dying and I don't think I'm going to be that much of a method actor that I'm like, listen, ma'am, listen, come over to me. Uh, but but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the fear of, of judgment from other men 
that I definitely years ago I like I, I have no problem saying that now, but I know years ago I would I wouldn't even ban like I wouldn't even think about mentioning it. And it's, it's I don't even know if it's like a lot of men might be able to tap into that femininity, but it's 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 this like mob mentality of if you do that, you aren't one of us, you aren't a man, you aren't, which is absolutely stupid. And I think that's where a lot of uh, kind of the fear of I guess, as you said, their kind of tapping into your me- femininity can come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just find it. And very that's why I'm delighted that we have you on yeah. for this this episode because I do feel like you're not ashamed of. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you, there's not an ounce of toxic masculinity in your body. Do you know what I mean? That you are a great ambassador for being against that. Whereas like, I know, like, but it depends on the person as well, because like there's such an array of, like I have best friends who have fellas and like they'll fucking put a face mask on and they'll let them pluck their eyebrows and they'll give a manicure and they'll have these little spa days in if I even suggested that to Adam he would tell I know where he'd tell me <laughs> to go yeah. do you know what I mean so every, like it does depend on the person and the maturity stage and the age and the circumstances as well I, I like I don't I definitely wouldn't say I'm like I, not that I'm not a great, great ambassador like thank you that's very nice of you to say uh, and I, I do but you are though you would be because you're not like you have reached that maturity stage where you know it's not still, stupid to there's say there's still part of me that, that um, like I, I, maybe like there might be elements of like toxic masculinity sometimes that are that are still part of me for example if I'm like you know on a night out some of my mates might be like you know throwing a few shapes at each other and it's like oh, I'm stronger than you which is like it's it's still you know, I, this idea of oh, being stronger makes you the better person, or being being the bigger. You know, I, I could beat you up means that I'm inherently better than you, and and there's times where that might still. And I won't say it comes out like I don't walk around town throwing shapes at people, but I kind of, I think it's just ensuring that I, I kind of, I can understand that I'm doing it at that time, and then be like, okay, well that's silly, to, and and I think that's the kind of process for anyone to approach it, is to just try and identify it in in moments that it's happening. And then understand why it's wrong to do it, and then for future reference, and then hopefully you kind of just win yourself out of of the, that mentality, and not just win yourself out of doing the action, but win yourself out of understanding, or win yourself out of having that mentality of I'm bigger than you, or and it's not that's just a circumstance or a, an incident I'm kind of giving myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think mm. it's interesting that you said that again because if you look at like typical male qualities, right. And then typical, like, feminine qualities, right? So masculine qualities, feminine qualities. So you have here masculine, strong, controlled, and focused. And then feminine, free-flowing, open, and radiant. I would say you're much more on the feminine side than you are on the masculine side. What's the masculine again? Masculine is strong, controlled, and focused. I'm sure you are as well, but it's free-flowing, open, and radiant. Because that's another thing. Men aren't that open. You never really Mm. see them being as open as you are. You can be both. They're not opposites. It's just different energies that you tap into. Whereas I find, like with you, just from doing the couple of sessions that we've done together, you are really free, you are quite flowing, you are quite open. Oh, yeah. Like There's somebody that you can chat to so easily. 100% agree with you. Yeah, and it's it's funny in that kind of way because I think it's not about... And I think that's been the problem. We've kind of been sold this lie where it's like men versus women. You're on one side or you're on the other mm. side, but that's what... I think that's what the Divine Feminine was all about and is all about. It's about like making sure that you are tapping into different kind of energies consistently. You can be both. You can be focused, you can be free, you can be controlling, you can be open, all that other kind of stuff. But it's about making sure that there is a balance so that you don't kind of lose parts of yourself 
and so that you're also tapping in and having more of a balance in your emotions and it's also really good for communication if you're having issues like communication in relationships or anything along those lines as well it doesn't just have to be like a romantic relationship it can be like family friends anything along those lines yes so there you go <laughs> so there you go anyway good 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 yeah, yeah. good see you later I gotta go I gotta go do the gym and uh, fight some lads outside <laughs> but I was like no I'm not I'm not a woman I'm not <laughs> no but I'm, like, I, I'm very much like I, I would be much more in terms of, of, of open and I guess I'm very and I always have been quite quite emotional uh, sometimes it's it's actually not great like I, I can definitely lead with just, leave my heart as opposed to my head and and I, I can often be very hyper emotional so you know if I get upset I get quite upset I get very very happy or I might get like really pissed off and it's not great but but I'm very much uh, I guess I don't know if I'm very proud, but I'm very. I, I find no shame in saying that that I'm an emotional person, if that makes sense. Uh, now, often it's not great. I need to control it because sometimes I do do stupid things because of my emotions. But I, I've no shame mm. in saying that I'm I'm an emotional person. No, no point, no shame in saying that I'm upset. Uh, whereas, whereas a lot of people people would. But you're you're right, Jen. I think like there is a generational thing, and it's very much we're changing that attitude. It's just not fu- fully there yet it's not and like it it goes with so many like things that we've talked about in the past because i mean you're, you're also coming out of that generation where it was you know the men went out to work and the women stayed at home i actually had this conversation with my nephew this morning because he saw um you know the single decker buses dublin buses oh my god the imps and he the, no not an imp like it's a dublin bus but it's a single decker yeah like that's an imp it's it's, it's no it's not it's a Dublin bus. It's just only got one story in it. Okay, is that just the 220 going from Ladies Well to Bally One? Anyway, there's, there is that thing. Look it up. It's a thing. It's not an imp. It's not a city imp. Like. Wait, what's a city um, imp? But, oh, look, look up a city imp. You'll know what a city Oh, you're a rural lad. You mightn't have been around. Where are you from, actually? Carlo. Sorry, I was on mute there because I was like, I'm not from Carlo. I'm from Offley. Offley, sorry. Offley. <laughs> Carlo. Jen's like he's from Carlo, you absolute idiot. <laughs> no, not those. You, oh, I do. Oh, we do actually. Actually, we do have one in the Midlands. I'll Ooh, tell you. Okay. Flat out. Okay. That is that an imp? Yeah, yeah, we've an imp. Oh yeah. Well, obviously, it's an imp. It's not a Dublin bus because you're in awfully. Anyway, so there was a single decker Dublin bus. They're yellow and blue, like they're the same thing. They just don't have a top floor. And my nephew was asking me about it today. He's only eleven, and he was like, "There's loads of those little little buses going around. Like, what's the like? Why? Like, he, he just couldn't understand it." And I was like, "Okay, so one, cause of COVID, because you can't get that many people on a bus anymore." I says, and two, they were an awful lot more prevalent because back in the day, you would only have men going out to work, so there wouldn't be that much need for transport. So the buses were only like small. There wasn't that much traffic on the roads because it was only men going to work usually. Like, you're talking about back back in the day. But we're still coming out of that generation. Like, my mum and dad are that generation. Mm. You know, yeah. the mum stayed home. The dad... Like, so that's my mum and dad. So we're only coming out of that. And it's so... Because I, I, even I could relate this back to we are in a generation where mad... Not mad shit, but stuff is happening that we're going through the transition of it whereas mm. the next generation probably won't yeah. know any different like because we were talking about it in a, the, a an episode about racism in Ireland before and I was saying 
Like, if you went to London and you saw a 55-year-old black man with a London accent, you would not bat an eyelid. If you were in Dublin and you saw a 55-year-old black man with a Dublin accent, you'd look twice. Mm. Mm. Because immigration's still so new here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's like we are in a generation, and it's in this country in particular, I feel, because like we're so fucking behind, but like we're just in this generation where it's like everything is changing and you kind of have to keep up and we kind of have to keep checking in and letting us letting everybody know what's what's all right and what's you know it's not it's not that bad like do you know what i mean yeah no 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 i got you and everything is there's a lot of shit that's still so taboo like mental health talking about mental Mm -hmm. health out loud that's still a taboo subject you know people are still terrified of coming out as gay like you know it's just it's it will I feel we're in such a weird generation and I'd love to be like a fly in the wall even in a generation like two or three from now where all of this is normalized hmm. do you know See, yeah. I wonder will it be though that's the only thing because like you know I, I I always think that okay way more progressive than we'd say my mom and dad my mom and dad are certainly granny's era which kind of they come from that, I guess, you know, the, the Irish, deeply rooted in Irish Catholicism and, and I guess, you know, no mm. no going against the status quo, as you mentioned there, the, the thoughts of being um, gay or, or in any way really different is, is completely outcasted. But then, like, you hear stories or you see people that, that's still, there's still the mentality there. It's just that I'm sort of, I'm sort of often in my own echo chamber that I think that, wow, I'm... This country's so progressive. And in ways we are. Don't get me wrong. Like, Jesus Christ. Mm. Did you ever mm. see Tommy Tiernan in the Late Late Show? And he's like, you know, years ago, you <laughs> years ago, it was illegal to be left-handed. And now, you know, we just mm. repealed the Eighth Amendment. It was just after the Eighth Amendment. In ways, yeah, yeah, we are very progressive, but there's still definitely a, a lot of... of um, oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. There are places that are... So, like, there's places that are just now banning same-sex marriage, like the Ukraine did, and then Arkansas just brought in it being illegal to have an abortion. But even in, in Ireland, now. like in, in Ireland, know? there's still a lot of, uh, uh, still a lot of those, uh, not those, but a lot of, um, I guess, toxic masculinity cultures, or, or I guess, kind of topics that that come with it, um, or not necessarily mm. doesn't necessarily have to be toxic masculinity, but just you know, uh, homophobia. Misogyny, um, xenophobia, whatever it is that that still are alive and quite well today in certain parts. It's just that in echo chamber, mm. in the echo chamber that I kind of hang around with or like look at social media, I don't see it. And and, mm. and while mm. we've come a long way, there's still so much more to be done. And I, I like it, often it takes, a, a, you know, there's so much more to be done. And and there's. I, I, that's it just like you don't really see it just because I'm surrounding myself with other people who kind of have the same values or views as me mm-hmm. yeah yeah. that was a long winded answer is. but I got there eventually <laughs> you, did, oh, you did great you did, did great pod. we are going to go to a break and Carla had put up um, asking you your opinions our experiences on toxic masculinity <laughs> toxic masculinity so we will be back with those after the break Right, we're back. We have responses. Uh, Carla, what was the exact wording that you put up on the Instagram? So the exact wording and like the breakdown of toxic masculinity is refers to traditional cultural masculine norms that can be harmful to men, women and society overall. The concept Mm -hmm. of toxic masculinity does not condemn men or male attributes, but rather emphasizes the harmful effects on society. 
Okay. And when you asked our listeners, what was, were you looking for experiences? I asked for question, comments, concerns. Okay, question, comments and concerns. I have And we got a nice batch. We got a nice batch of them. I'm going to go through the box. So this one, I want your reactions, right? This one here says, I work in a male-dominated job, currently pregnant, all laughs about me going on holidays. Oh. God. Like. That's still there. There is a little... I don't, we're not, there is a bit of that, isn't there? Well, I don't know. I've never fucking been on mat leave. When I was on mat leave, I could tell you. <laughs> tell us, Watch. Last time you had a baby. I can tell you now that it is definitely not, definitely a not a holiday. Fuck me, mm-hmm. it is not a holiday. Neither is being a stay a home mother or stay a home father. It is fucking so stressful. Like going to work is the break, do you know? Yeah. I think for, for that, like, I mean, it's straight away when you say it, it's easy to, for anyone to listen and be like, that is wrong. And I think the, the, the when it comes to, like, it needs to be called out. That, and that's it. It does need to be called out because that's the only way people learn um, mm. is by calling it out and not letting people away with it. But I just think it's so easy to say, you should call that out. But when you're in the social circumstance, mm. it's much more difficult. And again, it's another kind of... Uh, consequence of toxic masculinity is when you call it out often the repercussions are even worse uh, that's or, what or, I was about to say like if she did call that out she'd probably like the minute she leaves work if it's a male dominated place that are already having a laugh about her going on holidays it'd be like oh she must have her fucking period off. you know like mm. yeah this one kicking off yeah you know not that she'd have her period because she's pregnant but it'd be along the lines <laughs> of that you know what I mean that kind yeah. of oh her hormones must be at her that kind of thing. So, yeah, I know what you mean. It's nearly like... It, it's tough to... Like, it's the same. And <clears throat> it's, it's a topic that I don't think I'm in any way um, suited or know enough about. But certainly in recent, like, months or weeks, often, I think Twitter, <clears throat> which is often for it, but uh, Twitter is such a toxic place in itself. Mm. Um, but people who are coming forth with, with uh, sex... With, let me. I need to word this properly so you might need to to mark this because I I could fuck this up yeah but you know people who are coming out with their stories of of survivors of sexual assault and it's so like that that's where you'll see such toxic masculinity that is where you'll see the root of it and and even kind of an example I know of is trying to say as many leave as leave it as obscure as possible to not obviously give names or or people involved but you know when people were sharing stuff on their story and I know someone who was a male who was sharing something a story, and then his group chat. It was like, "Oh, didn't know you were a feminist, huh?" And and that's the, the very reason as to why that was being shared. The very reason as to why people were coming out with their stories is, you know, to to try and help encourage other women and and, mm. and you know make make the world make society a much better place. But it's it's that's where the the you see it most is in those instances of, of, of people coming forward with with their surviving stories of toxic masculinity. Oh, that wasn't it. Oh, you were, you're asking for it and all this shite stuff. And it's mm-hmm. just so, it, it makes it so discouraging and it makes it so, I guess, scary to come forward for anything. Um, and, and and that's, you know, she's the girl there and she says she's pregnant. I, I just can't, I can't imagine how it, it must be going to a group of lads being like stop that's like you know do you know how difficult it is to have a child and what the next months are to come because as you said there Jenna it's just be like ah ha, she's just hormonal again 
Well, I do. I do have experience of being in work and having a complaint about a pain that I was having. And I was kind of like, because like, I've always worked in medical settings and like my boss was a, a man. And I'm not like, it wasn't the worst ever case of anything. But I said it to him and he's like, mm, maybe do that for a long to have that. As if to say, like, are you making that up? <laughs> it just kind of like discrediting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When when there's absolutely no way on this earth ever he is going to experience this. So like the audacity. Do you know? It was just like, I was like, really? Are you, did, did you, did, did you not think before that came out of your mouth? Like, you're, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, oh, okay, that was a bit fuck. I had to start taking notes then. Yeah. <laughs> just to, to down the line, you know. I think it was interesting yeah. as well what you said there, Bodge, about, you know, somebody sharing something on their story and then lads being like, oh, didn't realise you're a feminist because that is just why we are where we are. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen, when it's a men's, when it's a men's mental health issue, a men's anything issue, women, they go, they flock, they get behind it. Mm. And I do think things would change and they change a lot quicker if men had the same response to yeah. to women's issues well quote unquote women's issues it's not even women's issues half the time it's just fucking issues, issues. Do you know what I mean mm. like if someone's getting raped that's everyone's issue that's not a woman's issue mm. but I, th- I think that it's interesting because I've, I've even noticed in you know a lot of different like there's a lot of different circles but sometimes you can kind of get like you'll post something that isn't like it's progressive but not even that progressive mm. it's like about something and then it's like oh off she goes again you know mad feminist gets mad ideas radicalized that one is you're like if only you cared (laughs) and like and often it's like the the outcome to that was when they were like oh i didn't know you're a feminist it was like well the purpose i shared on my story was to to just at least start the conversation i think they were like oh so what was what's the point that what could that do and ironically enough it started the conversation within the chat like that's what it did and you know obviously um just a little bit misogynistic in ways and and kind of talking about the importance of believing survivors uh, and and statistics and facts around it and look there was a positive outcome in in that specific story alone but but it's it's you know that's you're just raising awareness or you're just trying to to show support and in doing that you're then i don't know you're the mob comes at you or or you're tarnished Mm. because oh look at you trying to or, or even the idea of oh look at you you're just doing it to be seen to be doing it Mm. Um, yeah there's that too which, it's which, like you just don't even know what you're even sharing you're just sharing it because it's such a bandwagoner and you're like if yeah. only you again gave a fuck <laughs> like if only you could just give a tiny bit of the energy that you give to all this other bollocks to actually understanding and being a little bit more progressive I'm not asking for much here and like the, the best way to like I guess to approach toxic masculinity is just like talk about it you know have mm-hmm. an open and an honest conversation with the people who are you know, you know, who showcase that toxic masculinity and ensuring that, and like, the worst thing is when you when you're approaching anything like this, um, you are always going to have to be the person who comes calm, cool, and collective. And even though the person you're approaching is always going to be the one who has mm. the the worst views or the worst, um, or you know, they they have that attitude or that mentality which is so harming or so destructive, but you still have to be the one that comes calm. And just have have your argument prepared, or under, you know. So this is why what you said does this, this, this. Mm. This is why doing that will help. Whatever you know, there's so many different kind of routes to go down for toxic masculinity. But 
I, I think that's this is, it's almost sad that you have to always be the one when you're trying to do the better thing that has to be the, the, the calmer person or can't in any way get over emotional because you know, as we know when you have an argument with someone and you both come emotional it's just complete mm. it's, not, it's not coherent so you have to be the one who's calm and it's kind of shit because at the end of the day you're putting even more effort in for someone who just can't wrap their head around simple concepts it's like talking to a, an unreasonable wall isn't it mm-hmm. like it's it's and you're trying your best to like raise awareness or whatever it may be and it's just it just feels like a waste of time sometimes these people just need to get another few years on them before they'll even kind of cop what you said a few years back like do you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. very, very true um i have a dm here <clears throat> they said this is such an interesting topic to cover thanks that's why we're doing it. Uh, not an experience, more of an opinion. I saw a TikTok recently about a research study that took place a few years ago on the impact a man's gauge of their testosterone level can impact their mantra and their character. They told a select few men that their testosterone was lower than the average and an equivalent group that it was higher than the average. Neither were told the truth, though. The group with the supposed lower levels were more inclined to enforce rigid gender roles expect their wives and women in general to do the majority of the housework and childcare and show disdain toward the feminist movement, etc. The other group showed the exact opposite. Even though it was only a study of select few men, I think it's really interesting to approach the concept of toxic masculinity with this in mind and wonder if it's actually a subconscious thing that men fall susceptible to in order to prove that they haven't failed at being an adequate man. It's like, mm. Is that not often what you see, certainly when it comes to like, sex or oh, yeah. or, or, or okay sex is the first one that comes to mind <laughs> sex but, and sports <laughs> yeah but I don't know why I said sports but the idea of being you know considered an inadequate man because you know you mightn't have gotten up or got, gotten it up yeah. or something like that so you're you come out being hyper aggressive because that's your only way of showing your manliness or the testosterone levels are, are high um, which is funny because like, like Ireland has such a such a like still has a, such a taboo around sex and you'd never talk about it if, if you never like worked on a night out which for any guys listening um, it's natural it is natural to not always fucking be ready to go uh, mm. but yet there's this there's this there's this mentality that I have to I'm a man I always have to be ready I have to be fucking if she says go I'm up and at it uh, yeah. and then if it doesn't work you're, you're coming out of there feeling less of a person which is not the case and again it's, everything like this is just down to just having a conversation I, I'd say like if you're having sex with somebody turn around and go I'm actually just not for some reason working tonight they're like grand like, it's yeah. not that big a thing but, but I mean yet- you also have to be you're like you're up against like you'll always see that scene in a movie as well yeah, it's, like, yeah, oh, it's, like, it's the media that perpetuates a lot of this stuff oh yeah completely you know, you know? Um, and I think it's funny that you said because you know like big dick energy like we all talk about BDE we all talk about big dick energy and I feel like it's funny because big dick energy isn't about having a big dick it's about having the energy of having a big dick it's about like being understanding having confidence but not being cocky being really like accepting being really like there is nothing more and that's what cracks me up especially with this kind of like gender role thing there is nothing sexier to a woman than a man who is happy to do whatever and to be whatever and to kind of play into their feminine side. Because you're yeah. just like, just like there's nothing sexier than like when you see a guy who's good with kids or, you know, any of that kind mm. of stuff. I don't even mm. fucking like kids. <laughs> like, but if I see a bloke who's good with kids, I'm like, well, 
Just hope they're not his. <laughs> Please come back with me. I just hope they're not his. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm pregnant. And then I was pregnant. And then yeah. I was pregnant. But, um, and then it's the same with like, I'm like, oh, that man had mad small dick energy. Do you know? And it's the same. It's like aggression. It's the same with like short man syndrome. A lot of people mm, say too. It's like, yeah. Even if they're tall, it's like total short man syndrome because it is that kind of like, it's like they've some. It's insecurity, and that's what it boils down to. There's just fucking nothing worse. And you're like, when you say there, like, and the media does perpetuate so much, and like, has sort of that's where so much of it stemmed from the idea of you know the male gaze or or gender normals or you know the man is or even in like films, like you look at action films in the nineties particularly. And it's always the male saves the female at the end of the day, mm. and the man's the man, and the woman's the woman, and it's it's, and then that's where so much of a stem from, um, and, and and thankfully now that's changing a good bit. There's much more kind of female power roles out there in terms of like I'm just talking about films that I mentioned there a minute ago, but mm. but it's still there's still still nowhere near what you know it it being completely abolished in any way, shape, or form. Mm. Mm. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll move on to the next one yeah. so we don't stay. We're there like um, 20 minutes topic, yeah. one thing. So you put, the funny thing is, Sorry, though, with that. this entire topic as a whole, toxic mm-hmm. masculinity, like, it, it, there's so many different, I guess, tangents from it. Like, you know, mm. it, as yeah. a, a homophobia could be, you could talk so much about toxic masculinity from that. Um, yeah. I don't know, the, the xenophobia of other people from different countries or think of all the phobias, um, misogyny, stuff like that. Like, these are all rooted in toxic masculinity so it's such a broad term that could, so much can fall under the, the cover of it you're absolutely right Podge are you free for the next seven weeks <laughs> yeah so we can go through each subgenre of this category and <laughs> yeah. really milk the cow <laughs> and this time they'll be on YouTube alright Carla Jesus <laughs> great can't wait I'll wear my and makeup will, none of us will have makeup on none of us <laughs> yeah. or, or, working, you, or working mics it'll just be us <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, I have one here in the box. Uh, it's a three-parter, and it says, "Was that a bill? Uh, oh, sorry, I was building a house, and the guy at the tile shop insisted I didn't know the measurements of my own house that I was building, and asked if there was a man I could check up with. And I had the house plans in my hand at the time. What an absolute prick! Oh my god! Mm. Yeah. Fucking hell! That's yeah. That's that's." Like, you know, that's complete toxic masculinity, but, like, the fact that the fact that she had the plans in her hand as well, I find that phenomenal. Like, no, they're, they're right here. Yeah. Is, yeah, but, like, you know, is there a man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's, is like, as I said, man? I think that's more mansplaining than it is anything else. It's yeah. like, are you sure, Petal? Are you sure? You're like, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, mansplaining, I yeah. think, yeah. But, it, but it's, but it's also, like, that's what toxic masculinity, again, falls under the toxic masculinity, man, the toxic masculinity, I guess, um, topic in, in yeah. one of those tangents is, is that like you know oh it's like it's complete conforming to gender roles of oh you're not a man you wouldn't know what this is because you know builder hats and we eat breakfast rolls at lunch so come on now get, yeah. get it right um mm. which like, i can't believe i can't believe that that is actually a real story yeah. And, and this goes back to Prime, like as I said earlier on I'm in my echo chamber and I don't think these things happen but they actually do it's just that I'm mm. not aware enough to them and like, all my social medias are, the algorithms are created to this progressive you know posts or people yeah. who I follow We're that I see people. but I, I don't actually see the real day struggles that some people still go through and so many mm. people as well 
Yeah, I actually there's a film out, um, and it's it's an Irish film, and it's uh, it's only it's only recently, but it's about uh, this girl who's she was in a a relationship, and it was a de- domestic violence uh, situation, and she's building her own house out. This girl she cleans for this lady, and this lady offers her a plot of land out her back garden because it's gone through the house crisis as well. So she's building her own house, but like that, she goes to the builders, providers, and it's the exact same situation as this. She's at the counter, and this is in a film, mm. and he's like, "Honey, you don't know what you're asking for. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you know what I mean? Come you back when you know what you're talking about. Yeah, that kind yeah. of thing, and it's just like." That it is, it's rampant, like. Yeah, we can get derailed so quickly, can't you? Yeah, that's it. I have um I have one here. I work in ch- oh god. I see where this has gone. I work in childcare and too many times I've seen dads putting their own toxic masculinity on their sons. There was one time when we had a four year old boy who loved dressing up in princess dresses and one day his dad came to collect him early and saw him in the dress and proceeded to shout in front of all of the staff and children, Get that fucking dress off my son. The manager took him to the office and gave out to him for shouting and using bad language in front of the staff and the children. She then asked him if she should stop the girls from playing with cars and Lego because they're seen as quote-unquote boys' toys. He was like, oh, no. And she said, exactly. So I'll let your son and the other boys dress up if they want to. There was obviously words said at home, though, because he never dressed up in any of the dresses again. Oh, no. That's so sad. But that's like, this is what I mean. Like, when they're young... It's the they just don't have any of that, no. you know. They don't have mm. any of that kind of like, and that's why it pisses me off a lot when it's like, "Is that your girlfriend?" I'm like, mm. like it's cute and all, but why are we doing it? It's fucking yeah. weird. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine you going to Bobby, Bobby playing with the kid across the road, and you being like, "Is that your girlfriend?" Yeah, you just be like, no. "That's your friend." You're We're not like, going to do this fucking weird. There's your best though. Yeah, there's your best. Do you know? I actually, um, mm. that's a funny story. I used to wear dresses till I was like three or four. Four, I think it was. And I was made get out of them. To my mom's credit, not because I was a boy in a female dress, because I was ripping my sister's dresses. So oh. like, oh, I had to get ones that, that fit me, uh, but I only wanted the ones the Tory had. Oh. And, th- and then one day, and I actually remember, my mom was like, okay, get out of the dress. Because I really want to. So we, we had a handyman called Tommy who goes around, like, he still works in the house. He does, like, like handyman. And, um,. Mm. He's a friend of the family, so it just does any like bits that, that you know he's he's there thankfully, and um, he was over in the house one day, and I think he was doing work in some some other person's house, and I was like, "Can I go with you?" And mum was like, uh, "Only if you take off that dress because she didn't want me ripping my sister's one." So she just gave me she gave me a bigger one. So off I went to help a man do some carpentry in a dress. I like, love that. I love that. I love your mum. I love Tommy. I love the whole thing. I, How fabulous! Yeah. How I, normal. I mean, I, I was, I'm not, I'm not handyman, so had, uh, I wasn't much help. I just probably stood yeah, there in You were just dress. kind of banging around in the dress. Yeah, hoping for like a... <laughs> which again in itself is fucking <laughs> toxic masculinity. Which in itself is exactly the issue we're talking you were, about. You were just standing there to look pretty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, my, my nephews always had buggies, you know, like little buggies. Yeah, like yeah. Play, play buggies. You know, the way that, like kids play mummies and daddies or whatever. And they always had these little buggies. My nephews always had them. And my other nephew... For his second birthday, I got him a Peppa Pig pink kitchen and he lost his shit. And it was just like, that's what he wants. That's what he's getting. He loves pink. That's fine. It's mm. absolutely, you know what I mean? Like we were always kind of like that growing up as well. Uh, but you uh, would get remarks from other people. It's like, that, why has he got a buggy? Get him a trolley or get him a little tractor or, you know what I mean? It's and like, that's it. Like, I, I, and you don't need to, like, it's not a case of where you have to, certainly with young kids, you have to force them to play with 
um, other toys like you wouldn't have to it, it, if they want to they shouldn't be discouraged and that's the kind of important thing they should be mm. able to express themselves in whatever way they see fit and fair enough if that's some kid who might really like carpentry and wants Bob the Builder toys all the time fine get it for him but if he mm. wants Barbie at any point get him that too get it's not it's, too. It's, you don't have to force it it's, they should be allowed to express themselves and, and understand that you know you shouldn't conform to to a particular gender if you don't want a particular gender norms if you don't want to, and 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 you know that's where a lot of it kind of root stem stem and root. That's where a lot of it stems from. Is the word I was going to say? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, I have one here. My father-in-law doesn't understand why I get my hands dirty and do things like woodworking, building things, or landscaping my garden on my own. I should let my husband do it. I'm just a girl. I'm a woman, actually. And I could get hurt. I've been a massage therapist for years, and I'm a strong woman. I was about to say, them bitches, fucking hell. Have you ever got a proper massage? They kill you. Like, they're yeah, they do. Strong. Um, stronger than one of his sons but no girls shouldn't do that also this whole thing about men and emotions I find nothing more appealing than a man being able to communicate his feelings even if it's feminine with me the lads I grew up with only knew how to feel anger annoyance or lust heaven forbid that they ever felt or were able to express sadness empathy love or even happiness they'd get called a pussy for it another word that I have an issue with yeah I feel like that's like Every fucking lad that most people grow up with. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. There was always like, one. There was always, yeah, there was always that kind of like, and they always wanted to be like the quote unquote alpha or the quote unquote leader of the group. And I'm like, no, you're just the fucking annoying one. Like you're the insecure one. Therefore, you are the louder one. Therefore, here we are. And, and, but it's, it's not not to stereotype either, but I also found that like they, they were probably the bigger ones as well or the ones that, that do come across because, you know, it's mm. that um, the strength and, you know, say, yeah. speak out and I'll beat you up, uh, which, yeah. which makes... The funny thing is, beating someone up in no way, shape or form proves that you're a better person. Fair enough if it was like, you know, 5,000 BC and we were looking to kill a, I don't know, uh, deer with your bare hands, then maybe, but like, you know, <laughs> we don't... I can just go down to the shop and buy some deer. Can you buy a deer? I don't really know. But the fact is, it makes no difference in, in terms of your your self-worth as a person if you're much stronger than anyone else. But but it's because you, you I guess... And also the fear of being beat up off also kind of <laughs> is great. Yeah, no, mm. I mean, I doubt it. But I think I was actually, I was watching... Um, it's on Netflix at the moment and it's about consent and it's about spring break. It's called... Oh, is the name of it I'll, f- I'll figure out the name of it in a, in a bit and Jen will pop it into the description box but it's about um anyway it's about Americans on spring break but they do follow this particular group of English lads around and you know like spring break in America as it looks like it looks and watches exactly like you'd expect spring break to, to look like mm-hmm. drunk teenagers all having sex all like mad stuff going on all the time major amount of partying major amount of drinking major amount of drugs all that other kind of stuff but these English lads you know, there was one and he was, you know, the typical Jack the Lad. And they were like, oh, he pulls so many birds. And like, they do this scene where he like, they're on a, they're, they're interviewing. They love the camera crew being around them. And then there's like this girl who walks out of their hotel room. So he floats over. He's like, what's your name? They start chatting. Don't know how it happens. But like within 20 minutes, he had taken her inside, had sex with her and then came back out to the lads. So like within 20 minutes of meeting her, whatever else like that. And they're all like, oh yeah, fucking you're the man. Like you're so cool, whatever. But later on that evening, there's like two of them that aren't the like main ones in the group. 
and they're like having a conversation about like consent and sex and how it was like growing up and their first kiss and when they lost their virginity and one of them was like you know I lost my virginity at 19 and like you could tell that they, they were, there was a girl with them and it was mm. almost like the girl had centred them to be able to have this conversation before earlier on it was like yeah fucking lads 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 and then like later on they're having this conversation and the girl's there and she's like talking about like when she lost her virginity and you know like how tough it is sometimes to you know a lot of girls see it as just hookup culture and then you're trying to have a proper relationship all this other kind of stuff but one of the guys was like um he was like yeah they're having a really good conversation he was like yeah like i mean i didn't have sex until i was 19 and even though his friend had just admitted that they all had a bet on in his friend group he was like what age were you i was like this is it and he could just kind of see him shut down a little bit Because I was like, I'd say he was like, oh, sh- I thought we were having, oh, sh-. you know, it was like, he almost was like, oh, I thought we were there, but we weren't there. And it was so sad. Even though his friend had just like gone on about how fucked up it was that like him and all his mates had a bet as to who could lose it first. And if you were the last, he was like, nobody wanted to be the last. I was the second last. So like the pressure was on, but like, I just didn't want to be the last guy. Fuck that. And it was like, mm-hmm. even though he had just admitted that and had that conversation his friend turns around and says that he was 19 first time having sex and he's like oh what age were you I was like oh fucking hell I think <laughs> yeah one of the biggest like and pointless this one I was the one of the biggest I guess examples of um, pre-toxic masculinity in self definitely in Ireland is the whole image image based sexual abuse that the you know yeah. the, um, Twitter months ago uh, that's still going on in the whole I think oh. that the catalyst to the, the big movement was the discord chat where there yeah. was this chat on discord which I believe is like a it's like a like a community reddit type thing which you can upload yeah. files and, and shit like that I think and there was just people on it and there was a, a chat that had thousands I mean thousands I, I, I think it was like in the tens of thousands of pictures yeah. I think of, it was over 50,000 yeah so, so I, don't, yeah. I don't want to get the information wrong for this yeah. uh, but like it was so many and it was in such detail of like location county age and stuff and, and it was just so so gross and you think back to secondary school days in, in second year or third year even higher up and you know people like oh yeah I got, got a nude offer last night or whatever it is and, and to accept that at, at, at the time is horrendous and, and it's, it's, it's because it's this like oh you're a man because you got a nude off someone else and the idea of and not like that like People send nudes, and that's fine. Like, if if you if that's how you communicate love, say if you're in a long distance relationship, completely fine. But the idea of the man sending one back, and this is just like examples of when you're that young, is no, not a chance. But you'll send me one because I'm the man, mm-hmm. and, and the mm-hmm. male gaze, and, and this is what you do, and this is what you do, um, yeah. which which is like fucking stupid. So yeah. so the, the the concept of that is stupid, and then the repercussions, which is the and, and I know from like people who were sharing it or who were very much um, one of the leaders of that kind of movement, and the complete like hate and and the horrible things that were said to them was you wouldn't even repeat it. Do you know what I mean? I know it was so fucked up, and it was like it was even I remember trying to have this kind of debate and some people were like well they shouldn't send nudes I was like okay let's just pretend that they didn't send the fucking nudes okay let's pretend in your perfect world that for some reason that's a that's a reason why they should be violated because they sent it what about the ones that they didn't take what about the ones that were taken in locker rooms or ones that were taken without the women knowing 
Like, mm. not that we should ever have to segregate it because it's fucked up either way. Mm. But like, do you have any? And it was like, it was almost like all the fucking castles had to fall down on top of each other. And that was funny. Sorry, I looked up the name. It's called Liberated on Netflix. Um, it's it, it's a bit samey, but it, it's grand. But I even when I was watching it, I was watching it with Tom, and I was like. It's not about the fact that he just went in, had sex with that girl after 20 minutes. She consented. She was happy to do it. She wanted to hook up as much as he wanted to hook up, clearly. Like, you can see that they're enjoying each other's company and whatever else like that. Like, that's fine. It's the fact that when she walked away, they're all like, slag, oh, fucking yeah, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, oh, man, like, if you had just been like, oh, cool, did you get your end away? Super. Like, move on. And and it shouldn't be, like, the, the, I guess the mentality shouldn't be that oh they shouldn't have sent the nudes or you oh that you you you're such a lesser man because you had sex at 19 or even like what's what's her name um sarah sarah everts or Edgar's yeah the girl in london and and then you know that the such a massive everett sorry shit sorry sarah sarah everett yeah ever everett and and you know it's the like you'd see oh shouldn't be she shouldn't be out that late or she shouldn't be going mm. on a walk and and these types of of sentences as if to to blame the victim in any circumstance is just like that's the fucking mentality that you shouldn't have and and this isn't this like, it should be the blame should be put on the perpetrator is it the word? absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. As opposed, the perp, perp as opposed to or even like you know when, when that and this isn't like when so many movements with Repeal the Eighth was one that stand out particular, and then of of course um, with Sarah Evergarden and there was like videos like oh she was someone's daughter or she was someone's sister or no she was a person, and mm. that's all it should be. Yeah, she was a person. It's like I saw that as well, and it's like that. This is the problem. It's like when you can't justify femis when you have to justify femicide by being like. Sh- relationship mm. to a man you know that the culture is fucked it shouldn't be about the fact that she was your daughter sister cousin brother whatever else like that it shouldn't have it should to be, be mansplained that, like mm. that no no it, sh- it shouldn't have to be like why can't you think of it this way we have to change the way that you think of it for somebody to think like a normal fucking human being and I think like you touched on some really like important things there that mm. all of this all this toxic masculinity stuff all kind of boils down to being an issue with society yeah and perpetuating this kind of really complicated really harsh really aggressive and really negative kind of trope all over society and unless you know unfortunately unless a lot more men recognize their privilege and recognize what they're doing Mm. nothing's gonna change no it, and it was quite scary around that time with sarah everard as well that not all men was trending more than Sarah Everard oh yeah but this like this is exactly it it's like when you have to kind of hop down someone's throat I'm like what is wrong with you yeah I know it's like, what what is actually wrong with you like what have you done in your past yeah. it just makes me give someone like that side eye I'm just kind of like what did you yeah. do for you to feel so personally attacked by that it's like when somebody subtweets you and you get annoyed about it I'm like your only reason you're annoyed about it is because you, yeah. you think it's about you and exactly. because you display some of those things yeah um, this has been quite a heavy topic and yeah, we, I think we, we covered quite a lot. We did get asked in the comments, could we do toxic femininity? Yeah, I think that'd be uh, really... I do think that'd be a good idea as well because I mean, fuck knows, I've, I've experienced it. Um, 
but so I suppose we will say thank you very much to Podge and shall we go to our unpopular opinion of the week? popular opinion of the week is that GHD corals are gack. Completely agree. Rain. Completely agree. Sorry, do you think these luscious locks would would work? Your, your hair's coming along great. It is. I, really I know like this it. isn't a visual thing. I need to take a picture yeah, of this fantastic. for the bridge, but it is. Much. It's coming along great. Thank you. What's the goal for the hair? I don't know. I'm thinking hoser vibes. I don't know. I actually don't love know. It. I love it. Same I, length all round. You were brushing it loads earlier, and it was. I, it was yeah. There was, it was not. That's the only thing that's annoying. Is <laughs> yeah. is that like I do, or like every now and then in in bed, like you know, it might tickle my ear. I'm like I'm trying to sleep here. Stop. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna just let it grow because I do want. I want to li- like I like this length, but I like it even out a bit. So I'm gonna let it grow, and then when I can go to a barber in about four years' time, whenever they open, I'm yeah. going to uh, yeah. then see when I, what, what I'm gonna do. Just with see it, what the barber thinks. Yeah, see what the barber. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's I don't, nah, because a lot of barbers who I know and like from my hometown, it's all the fades. So I don't want to go in and oh, be like, so do whatever you want, and no. then come out of there. Bit of toxic masculinity there, mm, is it? Very. Yeah. <laughs> it's Let everywhere. Him have everywhere. It's okay, it. sorry, I interrupted your GHD. No, what, what you're is... okay. No, so I just feel like so there's one salon in particular that I follow on Instagram, and they will not do any other type of coral other than a GHD, and they're obviously rehashing all this old footage because nowhere's open, but. You can see when it's a GHD coral, and there's lines in the hair. Yeah, so you have to be you have to be careful with the old plates and the way that you grip. You you do have to be careful. Now, a hairdresser shouldn't be doing anything that leaves plates in the hair. So that's a yeah. Just to let you know, Podge, for when you're getting but your just GHD coral, in you just general, don't ask for that. I don't. I feel like the ringlet type of coral, the GHD type of coral, has aged badly. Oh yeah, and. This particular, maybe it's just maybe it's just this particular salon, and I can't name them because like that's just mean. Um, but it's maybe it's just them that fucks me off. But it, like all of the corals are in going in the same direction. Like there's no away from the face, and then they meet in the middle. It's they're all in the same direction. I'm like, what are you? Do, how are you sloping? So is this a GH like the brand GHD curler? The straight, it's a straightener, but you can do curls with it. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It's it shouldn't be because when you put it in, it's like you know, it scissors through a ribbon when you're trying to curl a ribbon. I do. That's the way that that's the kind of way that they do well, it. But it, good for but the it hair. leaves, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. But it leaves a big line, iron line at the top of the hair where they do that kind of. The, the initial, like that. initial curl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I just it, it fucks me off. I think they're gack. I agree with you, Jen. Thanks, Fudge. I hasn't seen them, but agrees with you. Well, I mean, I don't want. I just. I'm, if I wouldn't want that because I know heat destroys the hair as well, doesn't it? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. See, that's Does, how you. Yeah, th- yeah. Extreme heat. Any any temperatures over 150 degrees. What about me? Uh, starts to affect <laughs> starts to affect the integrity of the hair. Your hair looks like a bulletproof. Uh, it's yeah. from the way I saw you brushing it's it. Quite good. Now it is. I will give it that. I do have. I do have. I do have nicer. My mom once said to my sister. Your sister got the because I've quite long legs, like my mother. And mum mm. once turned to my sister and goes, "You know, Tori, you got the looks." And then looks at me and goes, "You got the legs." And I have never, <laughs> I've never been as insulted in in my life. Uh, 
And uh, but I also got the hair. Yeah. Turns out I actually got the hair too. So you got the you hair. Got so the top hair. and bottom. And Podge, the teeth, the teeth are looking great as well. Teeth. Thank you, Jen. Teeth day. Teeth. Two of us. We're doing quite well. Two of us have. The two of us are on our braces journey together. Um, Carla, what do you think the GHD calls? Um, Jen, I don't think much of the GHD girls. I think there are, I think curling with a quote unquote flat iron has been around for a long time. I think it's a, if you're good at it, I think it's a great way of kind of being able to style your hair quickly. But, um, as far as like actual, I know what you mean. I know what, I have it in my head all the same direction. I'm like, are we actually a cast member of California? Yeah. Like, you know what I I mean? Shut your face, you're 19. I do get it. Yeah, it's it's face on 19. yeah, it's like 2009 <laughs> Deb's vibes. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. But these, it's still happening and it, it just shouldn't. It's absolute gack. And that's my unpopular opinion of the week. Get a wand. Get a fucking wand. Uh, right, let's go to Carla's Stomper of the Week. Carla's Stomper of the Week. Right, guys, favourite time of the week. Um, and this one, you know, I like to take you different places. We like to go old school. Mm. We like to go housemate. We like to go all over the shop. And um, today, my stomper of the week is a song called Vibes. Okay. Vibes with a Z. Oh. And it's by our good pal Zane. Oh. Zane Malley. Oh. Um, Verdi Funky Beat. Oh, really? Verdi Funky Beat. Yeah. It's from his 2021 album, Nobody Is Listening. <laughs> Ironic, right? Because yeah. nobody's... So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it? Yeah. So funny. Um, <laughs> which I am which I'm quite excited about because, I mean, I, I hated the fact that, like... So, Zane has bangers. They're never, like... You don't really hear them, but he, he does Pillow have Talk is the only one that comes to my mind. Oh yeah, vibes is so yeah. good. Is it? It's like a smooth kind of R and B, but like it's a slower but a poppier one. So you could like play it in the car. You could play it. You know, it's like one of those kind of I feel vibes. Like, I really, I highly recommend that song. It's a very good song. It's absolutely a very good song. I feel like he's um, he bores me. Who's the other one? Did you say the, his, ba- his baby bores you? No, he's a bit. <laughs> now he, I find him a bit boring. I thought just because he just yeah, had a child, like with with, like, with with with. I mean, I'm sure not all babies are boring, so I'm sure the baby is boring. Like you know. Do you know I um I used to be not as much anymore because they're broken up, but I was a big One Direction fan. I can tell you what all five of them sang for their initial audition for uh, X Factor. Oh, do it right. Go. Do, name, name the person. Zayn sang uh, Mario. Let me love you. An amazing song. He's got that He's R&B, got voice. R&B voice. I love it. Um, I know what Niall Horan sang, which was so yeah, sick. So sick by Neil. <laughs> so sick. Of which he, songs. I don't know why he did that. It's not for him. Okay. Um, Harry, Harry sang "Isn't She Lovely" by Stevie Wonder. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Acapella too. Yeah. See how opposite we are, Carla. I love that. Of course. Louis sang "Play White Cheese." <laughs> hey there, Delilah. But there's only a brief clip of it online. If if he yeah, I hate that. And finally, oh, he didn't get too much like clout at the start. Not did he not? No, no, he no, didn't no, get no. Any he's not that. He's the guy. He's the definition of actually came out of the woodwork. Like no, didn't come out of the woodwork. Like he, he's the definition of of. I don't want to say like a, a what's what's the word like a, a fifth member. A, not, not a milker. <laughs> what's the word? Um, if someone who just a tag along. He's, he's kind of like the def. Like he obviously oh, his personality okay. definitely suited the, the the band, but in terms of like his his voice, I would definitely say now I I don't mean that like he's a bad voice 
please, any One Direction stands, don't kill me. But in just terms of, at the time, for the initial X Factor audition. And finally, Lee Payne was um, Cry Me a River uh, by, by... Yes. Whoever. Oh, he did the Michael Bublé version, did That was it, Michael Bublé version. I was going to say, I I liked his song, Familiar. Was it with Louis Fonzi or... Familiar, 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 I like that. (laughs) He had another banger. He's been been fuck all since. Since. Strip that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was listening to that earlier when the car came on. I prefer Liam Payne's (laughs) stuff and I like Harry's stuff. I feel like Harry will go first. Uh, He's the next Bowie, I'd say. So, oh my, no, but like Fine Line is such a fucking good album. Oh. Uh, to be fair, Niall Horn is the one that came out of the woodwork the most. He was the one who, because yeah. he was like, yes. he really learned his voice, his tone, and he's done yes. so well outside the band. He did a lot of work. So Niall Horn is work. that, the grind, he really, he really put the effort in. I think it's funny because you always thought that Liam would do really well. Harry, yeah. because everybody fancied Harry. And I thought everyone would forget about Louis. Um, I thought Zayn would do better mm. than he is, funnily enough, yeah. because of Gigi and that whole thing. But he left fourth, But I think the thing is with Zayn, I think he just never really subscribed to the whole thing. Like, he never wanted to be in a boy band. He fucking didn't want to dance. He didn't want to do any of that. So now he's kind of happy yeah. being, like, a bit, like, releasing music when he wants to kind of, you know, one of those, like, not so really... I'd say they all as well. Like, like at, at this stage, they all have enough. Like, Louis had such a tough life. He So much has happened for him. But like he's mm. like I say this they they all have their money made so they probably don't mm. value success to, or, or certainly see success the same as we do for this stage because like they've sold out tours they've sold out stadiums so they yeah. obviously might want to do different things with their life or like you know be entrepreneurs or, or invest in other things or go down different different ventures mm. so so I'm sure they're what they are doing they're probably happy with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I do. I will say, though, like, Liam Payne, monumental disappointment. <laughs> like, the stuff that he's been releasing and, like, the fucking... It's tacky. Like, there is no other words. Like, it's always music. about, like... Yeah, that's what I mean. Because it's always about, like, riding birds or any of that. Like, it's, it's really embarrassing. It's kind of stuff that, like... Like Ray J was trying to release ten years. <laughs> ever ago. see? Did you ever see? There's like a meme on YouTube. Oh. Uh, I love YouTube sometimes, and it's like the meme of Cheryl Cole and and Liam Payne, and they just they edited loads of different Cheryl clips and Liam clips from that like entire series, and the entire clip, uh, the entire video is like fifteen to like thirty, fifteen twenty seconds long. And it's just them going mm mm mm. And they're just, just staring at each other. It's, but so it's actually weird. out of context. It's not actually. Oh yeah, it's it's such a funny video. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love it! The laughs we have, guys, huh? <laughs> Leave you with that clanger. Um, Podge, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Podge, oh. thank you so much for coming on. It's been lovely chatting Girls, to you thank again. Thank you very much for having me. It was really, really enjoyable. Um, and, and a very um, heavy topic, but but it was. It was yeah, it was, but. Think ended on light now. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's what we always, like to do. Always a way to end everything. Oh. That's why we did our did our new segments because it's it was just getting a bit heavy sometimes. Um, you can always can you can always it? win with one D and not the toxic masculinity version. The band, the band <laughs> version. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, yes. in, uh, yes. The podcast is is where they can find uh, my podcast and Instagram is where I would direct people to most. And easily enough, my name is Podge Henry on all social platforms. So that's quite handy. Uh, sorry, Carla, I'm tiring you out there, yawning. I'll get... I'm to the... I always no. yawn. No, no. Yeah, but <laughs> I always Instagram, yawn. Instagram or, or 
any any streaming services. Any, just just Google Pods. You'll find him just everywhere. Google, he's, yeah. yeah, he's on Twitter <laughs> as well. RedTube, yeah, YouTube, AnyTube. Yeah, YouTube, you porn, <laughs> porn hub. I'll be it. there. I'm there. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Find by the way, <laughs> no. <laughs> He is. He is. <laughs> just, just have a little look. You won't say it on here, but just have a little look anyway. Now, again, Pod, thank you so much. It was lovely chatting to you. And to everybody else, we will either see you on Patreon or we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.